Ask the Podcast Coach for May 23rd, 2020. Let's get ready to podcast. There it is. It's that music that means it's Saturday morning. It's time for Ask the Podcast Coach, where you get your podcast questions answered live. I'm Dave Jackson from the schoolofpodcasting.com, and joining me right over there is the one and only Jim Cullison from theaverageguy.tv. Jim, how's it going, buddy? Greetings. Happy Saturday morning to you, Dave. I never comb my hair on Saturday mornings because I don't want anyone to feel the pressure to have to dress up for the show. Like, just get out here, join us in the join us in the chat room or join us live. You can come in here. I think the, the uh, askthepodcastcoach.com slash join gets you there. And we should say the coffee pour this morning, sponsored yeah. by podcastbranding.co. Why don't you tell us a little bit about what Mark does over there, Dave, if yeah. you have it up podcastbranding.co he said as it quickly goes over to get the information <laughs> from our slack group I think, I think he does like cover art and logos and website design right social media all those things mark does those over there well, at podcastbranding.co exactly and the great thing about mark is he is a podcaster he's an award-winning graphic artist and i really cannot find our our 30 years in digital in the design field podcasting since 2013 branded <sighs> Over a hundred podcasts, and he wants to work with you. Mark, thanks for your sponsorship to Ask the Podcast Coach over the last, uh, well, over May. Yeah. And uh, we appreciate his sponsorship. Bang it, guy. If you go back to the very first show we did in the month, we do 10 minutes on everything he does. And yeah. so if you want to, if you, if you want to really get a good rundown on it, that'd be a good, good listen. Yeah. The, the great thing about it is he will actually get on a zoom call with you, a phone call with you, whatever. Uh, he'll go over and listen to your show to really, he really wants to, hence podcastbranding.co. He wants to make sure that your artwork matches your brand. So yeah. check it out over at podcastbranding.co and uh, be sure to tell them that you heard about it on the ask the podcast coach show. You know, and I might even take, I was, uh, I was doing new, I was making new business cards last night uh -huh. and I might even, I should talk to Mark there you about go. It's one of the things taking, he does. and I ordered, started a hundred. So, but, but one of the things I was thinking about was I have existing branding, but what could I do better? Like mm. the, the guy who did my branding six years ago, maybe seven years ago. And I still love it. I don't want to change the colors. I don't want to change the way we did it. But it may be nice to get a refresh and then get some new digital material for it. Just some things that just some new or a new take on what I'm currently doing. Right. I mean, it may be a great opportunity to to clean some things up. So, Mark, appreciate your sponsorship here and sponsoring. Play that. Play the sound and sponsoring the morning pour. Appreciate it. Mark. <laughs> Everybody's so, running to the bathroom. That's it. Yeah. Where's all the energy? All the energy was used this morning doing yoga. Oh, that's, oh. A, that's a new thing I'm doing. Your intro sounded as if you were tired and just going through the motions. I, well, actually, let's let's talk about that a little bit. Yeah. You have to realize when you're getting crispy. And I've been yeah. doing a bunch of yeah. stuff with the School of Podcasting. There's, I, I'm taking this class on community. And they said so many people think value equals more content. In, in a community, in a membership site, they said, once you've got your people going from point A to point B, instead of giving them more content, figure out how to go from point A to point B faster. And a big, giant light bulb went off above my head. And I was like, huh. But in the process of trying to, to kind of, you know, jiggle things a bit and make it more efficient, I was just working nonstop. Like, literally, 
yeah. eight in the morning till about mm, 12, one o'clock in the morning. And I did that for a, about a week. And so mm-hmm. last night I've been doing these things called podcaster happy hour, which is just like, Hey, let's just chill out and hang. And there was just a, a, a part of my brain that said, I need to get away from looking at screens. So last night I went out and uh, it was funny. I actually had my, my wireless earbuds, my cheap $10 Walmart earbuds, grabbed my phone, went out to the park, got lost in the middle of the woods. That was great fun because I haven't been there in so long. And about halfway through, I said, hey, here's a novel idea. Let's turn off the podcast. Let's just like you and the birds and the chipmunks. And yeah. it was, I needed that a lot. So, but in the process, yeah. I then got home from hiking and, you know, jumped right up back on the computer. <laughs> so uh, I'm in the same boat with you, Dave. It's been a long 10 weeks. And, yeah. and I, yesterday I felt the exact same way. I went to bed early and I slept in. It's the first time I got 10 hours of sleep in a long time. And it felt really good. I just kind of tried to shut everything down and get some time. So I got some, got some rest last night. I'm feeling pretty good. Long three day weekend here in the United States, yeah. And uh, with Memorial Day coming up on Monday, so it, a great opportunity to catch up on some rest. So you got to take care of yourself, right? This is one of those things we've talked about this a ton. You got to take care of yourself. Exercise. You're you're getting you got back into an exercise, yeah. Um, regime that. That in itself is exhausting. So, you know, like you're, you're, you're feeling heavy, you're feeling out of shape. You start working out again. And after like day three, you're, you're, it's the worst of the worst, right? You're, you're tired, you're sore, you're, you're hungry, you're, and you're eating more because you're like, you're burning calories. So your body's like, feed me. And then you're feeling guilty about that. It's just a hard time. You got to kind of push through that and get, get on the backside of something like that. But sleep is important. You hit that too. You hit the nail on the head is when once you start it, though, what happens is so many people think I need motivation to get started. I am the opposite. I think if you can just start, it then motivates you to keep going. It's uh, it's the the law of inertia. I'm flashing back to my my physics teacher in college. The law of inertia. It it takes it's hard to get something going. But once it gets going. It keeps going. And yeah, so, yeah. 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 But uh, yeah. speaking of things that are going to keep going, Joe Rogan's bank account apparently will be going and going for a long time. That was the big news yeah. this week. Joe yeah, Rogan, we're not sure how many years I've heard rumors of five. I've heard a room of a couple, but it's interesting. I went back and listened to his announcement. And I wish I would have recorded it. I could have played it. But it's basically Joe saying, hey, I'm going. He signed a, I forget what he called it, deal. But it's an exclusive deal, a licensing deal for his content to go to Spotify only, which means yeah. no YouTube. And that's when I was like, oh, that's going to – I mean, because there's almost like a cottage industry around yeah. – it's like the Joe Rogan, and then there's like a Joe Rogan, Joe Rogan show. And then somebody does a, a review of the Joe Rogan, Joe Rogan show. It just goes <laughs> on and on, and people are making clips of clips, and it's like, holy sure. cow. So – but – some people are well here I got one guy oh, go ahead I immediately loved how the podcasters came out the old schoolers oh, came yeah. out and said it's not a podcast if it's only on Spotify yeah. you know and you're like and man there was so I saw so much jealousy out there this week on you know everybody like you're a sellout. This was kind of reminding me of the early days of podcasting when you when you took a, and advertiser a advertiser oh, yeah. there we go when you took a whatever it is an advertiser and you would every oh you're you sold out and 
I just got that feeling that everybody was hammering him for selling out to Spotify. And you're like, guys, it's a hundred, it's a hundred million, right? Right. It's a hundred million dollars. Like you take that every time. You don't get religious about that. You don't, you don't get religious. You don't become a religious podcaster about a hundred million dollars. You take it. If Spotify is willing to, and listen, any of us, if Spotify came on and said, we'll give you, you know, Hey, take, ask the podcast coach to Spotify uniquely. Dave, we're not getting religious about YouTube at that point. We are like, yes. <laughs> right. Well, that's right. That's the thought part I thought was funny. I'm like, man, I can't believe you sold out. And then he like, but I'd take that too. I'll take a hundred. I'll take 50 million. You know, it's like, uh, yeah, yeah. I take a million. Like it, it's just all perspective. Right. In 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 that. And then of course I heard a comment. I saw a comment. Somebody saying, well, I hope he's passing that along to his staff. Like that's his business, not yeah. yours. Like, I, and, yeah, I hope he does actually, you know, they all should get raises yeah. in, in that, but yeah, I don't, I, I don't fault him at all. And I, you know, I would have said a couple years ago, leaving YouTube was a bad idea. Today I'm I'm not so I'm not so sure. Well, like, he, that's the yeah. thing. I was listening to Adam Curry talk about it, and they said uh, part they think part of the the worry or the reason he moved is because Joe talks about controversial stuff. Yeah, and yeah. they're like, yeah. if he's you know, I could go over to to Spotify and get a hundred million, or I could stay on YouTube where I'm making. Who knows how much? Not that much. Yeah. No. And, a lot, but not that much. And yeah. hope that I don't get deplatformed because somebody said, you know, the coronavirus can be cured by, yeah. you know, listening yeah. to, you know, Adele backwards well, or whatever, you know. David, you, you mentioned it. Like he has followers of followers of followers on YouTube, right? Creators who make content off other creators of his stuff. Why would he need to post it to YouTube when he's going to have a bunch of followers post it there anyway? Right. So let them take the liability. Let them take the the heat for it. They'll still get, I mean, he will still get hundreds of thousands of views on YouTube from people who take his stuff and illegally, whatever you want to say, post it to YouTube. It's going to make it there. He's just not going to distribute there. It's kind of genius. Like you kind of go, oh, especially as being as controversial as he is at times and as strict as YouTube and weird as YouTube is getting let let your audience take that heat that's i know that sounds awful but let them take the heat and you just go to spotify for the money i mean it god it's just it's incredible yeah it's, uh, it's a beautiful deal craig is saying i think the lines of what a podcast is are blurring i would totally agree with that uh, um, this listen the days of it being an rss feed is are over well i i will be i, <laughs> I will over. i will wave my old man flag yeah. and say technically yeah. it's not yeah. a podcast but i've also yeah. been saying this for a long time we're not podcasters. We are content creators, and it's delivered via an RSS. No. Joe has simply said, "Hey, I'm going over here if you want me, and I'm going to be. I'm going to love to watch this because I love Amy Schumer. I listened to one episode, and that was the last time I went to Spotify. The only thing I've gone over Amy Schumer, I listened to one episode, and I listened to the whole Gimlet Podcast University thing. Other than that, it's to me, and this is where I've had." other people I've talked to about this say, ah, Dave, wah, is I, I think it's a horrible experience to listen to podcasts over there. They're formatting. They blow your formatting out of the water. So any show notes you have look like crap. There's no playlists. And then somebody said there are playlists, but they're not playlists like I want playlists. Like I have a playlist called marketing. I have one called health. I have one called politics. And I throw shows in there 
And if they put out one episode or five episodes, they're all there. Playlists and Spotify, which are cool, by the way, you have to do it on your phone. I could make like a best of Dave playlist and add episodes, not shows. And I was like, yeah, that's not what I'm doing. So I'm not going to go. I'm not because I thought about it when I heard playlists. I was like, uh, hey, I might go over there and start playing with this. But no. Throw, throw, throw up Randy's comment. I, I think this is the key in this. Yeah. Oh, no, not that one. The oh, okay. one right above it. The one right above it. This, like, this is so true because what did every single podcast talk about this week? That's what it. we're talking about, right? And how much in advertising, free advertising, did Spotify just get from us? Now, it's worth, what's it worth? I don't know. So, but, but. Every single podcaster talked about this week, and it's it, this is huge news, right? It made The Verge, it made everything, and so yeah, you know, regardless of it, right or wrong, that they did, uh, Spotify did their job, and they got they landed the big fish, and you know, he'll be there a couple years, and things will change, but that's not what this is about. This is about in the moment advertising for Spotify, and they're they're growing. Yeah, you know, it was a good move on their part. Yeah, Carrie asked so question: Does this mean? His show will not show up in Apple Podcasts anymore. I didn't follow all the details. And yeah, the only place it is exclusive on, if you want Joe Rogan, no YouTube, no podcast. Now, here's my question. When Stern did this, I still listen to Howard Stern. It was usually two or three days old on YouTube illegally yeah, because right. people would go like over. I said. Yeah. So yeah. I'll be interested to see. Like if there's going to be a lot of people ripping off Joe and throwing – because people want it where they want it. And, you know, how fast can YouTube pull it down knowing that it's illegal? That will be interesting. Dan says, ask the podcast coach on YouTube first since it's not on RSS until later. Does that mean it isn't a podcast yet? No. That just means – yeah, well, right now it's not a podcast. Yeah, it's not a podcast by, until it's available. by those terms. By those terms, but I'm I'm but with who you. Who cares? My, like, who cares? I always go back to uh, my marriage counseling. If if my wife thinks that I take her for granted, and I I could sit her all day long and go, but I don't, I don't. Right. But if she feels that I take her for granted, guess what? That's true. So when somebody is on YouTube and they're like, "Hey, welcome to the podcast. I'm glad you're here." And their audience thinks they're watching a podcast. Guess what? That's a podcast, whether there's an RSS feed or not. So this is where when Craig said, are the lines getting blurry? When I started seeing that, when people started calling YouTube a podcast and I'm like, okay, it's not a podcast, but guess what? The viewer thinks it's a podcast. And I'm like, and in that case, guess what? It's a podcast. You know, what's the advantage to knowing what a podcast is and what it isn't like no. at what point, like there's no advantage to that. Like, so what you go, who cares? You right. know, is that a Kleenex? Like, does it wipe your nose? The, the, you know, the, yeah. your, it doesn't, I, it, anyways, that's just, that's just always been my, my thing. Like who, I, I know we, some, we, you know, some of the purists are like, well, it's not a podcast. And you're like, well, does it, why, why does it even matter? Yeah. The, the fact that we're doing this now, and by the way, we would say it's going to make its way into a podcast form at some point, right? If we're, if we're going to follow those definitions. So we can say, welcome to the podcast, because it's going to get there eventually. And the people who are listening to it through an RSS feed and downloadable, all their stuff, blah, 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 blah. So, but I, it just doesn't matter. There's no advantage to anybody of defining the word and what it is. The question is, what's it doing? How right. are people engaging with it? Is it making money? Is it getting $100 million contracts? That's what matters. Yeah. 
Brandon says they also get his audience at least to try listening to podcasts on Spotify. And yeah. if some of them change their main client, then they won. And it's going to be video. So my question is going to be, is he still, because he said it's still his show. He's still in complete control. He's just basically let them give him a boatload of cash to say, okay, the only place you can get my show is on Spotify. It doesn't sound like they're going to, I don't know if they're going to bring him sponsors. He's, he's still doing the same sponsor thing. So that'll be interesting to see if he still does seven minutes of ads at the beginning of his show. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I guess time, I guess time will tell. I mean, okay. So I, I think we know though, why Spotify did this. If, so if they allow his ads, if they allow his current, you know, ad supporters to come on, then this is really just a big publicity stunt to get signups. That's all it is. They don't care about the advertising at that point. They don't care necessarily about what the content of the show itself, their full motivation is we need to get people to create a rush to sign up for Spotify and not or, but, and we need to get press and they just achieved the press part. Like they got like nobody's well over a hundred million dollars worth of advertisement. And, and as he goes through this process, I thought this was interesting. It wasn't like starting next week. It's like later in the year. So about the time all this boils down, He's going to actually move, which will then create more press. People are like, yep, it's not available anymore. Carrie says this is like photographers who argue over what is considered a portrait. Some say it's only a classic looking at the camera straight, sitting straight up photo of a person. Others have a looser interpretation. Kyle says, my kid's on YouTube. I'll ask him, what are you watching? And he goes, my kid will say, I'm watching my podcast. You know, so – so what is your definition of a podcast or what? No, my definition of a podcast has not changed. It is audio or video or PDF delivered via an RSS feed. That hasn't changed because that is a fact. Now, if somebody says, well, I think YouTube is a podcast, I will say, well, technically it's not. They're all content creation, but I'm with Jim. Who cares? Are you yeah, watching it? You know, it's what's it worth arguing over? That's the the real it. question. Why would you argue about it? Like, what's the value? So, like, neener, neener, neener. Right. I, I'm right. You're wrong. I'm smarter oh. than you are. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. At the end of the day, uh, Carrie says, if the client mm. is paying, who cares what it's called? Exactly. Fred says, mm. ignorance is in the mind of the listener, even though they are incorrect, is ain't a correct word or just a common practice. It's still incorrect. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. you know, I'll take Todd's approach. I don't care where you listen. Just Listen or watch yeah. or whatever you're doing. What's yeah. interesting is in Facebook, Cody David Price said, how can we pod, how can podcasters, not we podcasters, how can podcasters actively in quotation marks fight against the supposed tyranny of podcast apps like Spotify? He says some of the outrage is absurd. They are providing you with a free database of users who become potential listeners and fans of your content. How is that a bad thing? And, I don't think it is. Well, I'm, and people are going to say this just the same way Stitcher did. If they're running ads against your stuff and you're not getting a piece of it. I mean, I'll give kudos to Pandora. Pandora has publicly said that once, however, that's going to happen, they let everybody in. Podcasters are going to get a piece of it because that's the one thing that gets me. If I'm a if I'm a musician and I have music on Spotify, I'm going to get paid. Granted, not much, but I am going to get paid every time somebody listens to it. But if I'm a podcaster, I don't get squat. But for me, I don't care because I have my own product. So feel free to listen to me and come over from whatever platform you're listening to and join the school of podcasting. I'm happy as a clam. So yeah. Kyle says we should 
convene a blue ribbon panel of veteran podcasters to create an AI computer called Deep Thought and ask it, what is a podcast? <laughs> yeah. Um, no, then, I don't think it matters. Well, here, Jeremy Mack on Facebook said, yesterday Joe Rogan announced his move and exclusivity agreement with Spotify. As this trend continues and we see large podcasters choose platforms and host directly on the platform exactly how music artists do, the more we will see this opportunity for us as podcasters. It's only a matter of time before Apple and Google begin to enter this arena. And just like music, it's only a matter of time before podcasters will be offered revenue share for subscriptions for the content they create. That one I'm not holding my breath for. Um, no more paying for ridiculously overpriced podcast hosting. No more trying to score this week's underpriced ad deals. No more ridiculous pushes for IAB standards. It still cracks him up. And hopefully the end of all this old school broadcast thinking in this place. There are so many folks who want to talk talk you into keeping this like ham radio hobbyist space and keep you thinking the keeping that way. And there's a place for that on a message board built in 1996, somewhere on the internet run by a 65 year old. Everyone calls Stu. For those of us who aspire for more, there's a lot of change and innovation coming. I hope you're as excited as I am. All you creators deserve it. So apparently Jeremy thinks he's going to get a check. Well, Maybe. Okay. But the, uh, not directly, but right. the door is now open. Yeah. Like, this is the big fish. This is the biggest we've seen, right? This is as big as it gets. It could get bigger. I don't know how, but it could get bigger. And and this this now widened the door. You know, before it was kind of like, well, I mean, okay, you, what you guys are doing is okay, but there hasn't really been any big deals. There is now. So yeah. Rogan now makes this as legit as anything. Like it's real money. It's a real you know, it's a real uh, celebrity. It's a real thing. If Rogan could have made a hundred million dollars or more on his own advertisers, he just would have done this independently. Right. So that's what this tells me, right? That- hundred million. He's not making a hundred million dollars on his advertisers because if he did, he just would have stayed with them. Why would you? Well, unless Spotify well, let him take both. Yeah, I think but that's what's happening. I'm, I really I'm pretty think, sure he's not making a hundred million dollars on his advertisers. Well, no, so. but he's. Yeah, it yeah. sounds like he's going to keep his advertisers because, like, yeah. why wouldn't you? Well, um, Randy says, and this is a good point. None of this will impact ninety nine percent of us podcasters as far as our revenue goes, unless you include our stock portfolios. Yeah. Go buy some stock in Spotify. Not us. Maybe not us in this room. And maybe though, maybe it will. It may be this, because this widens the door. Now, all of a sudden other people are looking at like what it does is it's a, it's a high tide. It starts raising all boats. Now, does that mean all of a sudden you and I start making more Dave? Well, yeah, maybe, maybe not, but it does. I mean, it's going to take a few of these. He's going to do it, and then somebody else is going to do it. I mean, I think back in the 80s, you know, when you think about what football players, American football players made in the NFL, oh, man. right? And then think about when they started, when they paid Steve Young, and then they paid Jerry Rice, and then they paid, you know, and each year, those players demanded more and more. What that did is that brought up the bottom. So now there's a minimum salary for NFL players, Right. Every time these go to you know hundred million dollar contracts, whatever they are, they're right. crazy. That brings up the minimum, and I think we're in that minimum space, and that allows that allows us, maybe not us proper, but us at the bottom, to continue to push that. You got to work it. You got to ask for it. You got it. You can't just go out there and you know you got to ask for the advertising. You can't just expect it to come. But but when you see these kinds of deals, that that raises the expectation of everybody. So I think. 
I think it does have an effect. Now, I'm not saying you're wrong, Randy, but you're kind of wrong. Well, it's <laughs> in, in the, the thing I, I that I was disappointed on is I, I now lost my example of Joe Rogan's not on a network. When yeah. people would say, yeah. I need a network, and I'm like, Joe Rogan's not on a network. And I'm like, eh, all right, well, and, eh. you know, so that I was kind of bummed about. But we we shall see. I, like I said, I'm going to pop. I want to see where Joe is in five years. You know what I mean? Because like I said. The, oh, it won't. I don't think it'll last that long. None of these things do. So if he's going to be like, here's the thing. Like he's, well, he's not on, uh, oh, what's the stupid company? He starts with a P. It's not pod being pod track. He's not going to be on the pod track list, but he wasn't on the pod track list because you have to use pod track. To be on the quote industry list, which I was thought cares about PodTrack. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Yeah, it's just I mean it's it's another thing we created for ourselves to make ourselves feel feel good about stuff. Uh, Fred asks, "Are you going to include the Joe Rogan podcast in the sequel to More Podcast Money?" No, I'm not because that's done. I'm waiting for Mm -hmm. that to come back. And oddly enough, I didn't mention Joe in that. I, I actually I take that back. There's a spot where I had three or four people that mentioned how they do not accept advertisers without using the product. And I think I mentioned Joe in that because I've heard him say <laughs> that. So how long has Joe been podcasting? It's not that Joe's been podcasting. Let me see if I can find my own. Uh, I have a post on this. He, I, probably. The I, word is how long has Joe been interesting? That's the I think that's the key in this is how long has he been an influencer and been interesting? A long time, 15, 20 years, maybe, right? You think? Well, that's, well, what's his, what's his wrestling or wasn't he a, what, where'd he, where did he get started? Yeah, Was it I, give me cage fighting or yeah, cage fighting? <laughs> WWE. I don't, I, I don't know. What the, I don't I, know what those I, are. I did a post on the school of podcasting <sighs> and here's the thing. In 1988, Joe started doing comedy in Boston. In 1994, he moves to LA six years after he started doing comedy to do a television show that's including news radio in 1997, he started work with the United fighting championship, better known as uh, UFC. That's nine years after starting. Okay. Okay. 2000 released his first standup special 12 years after he started, he got his first special in 2001, started hosting fear factor on NBC so that's again more years. Two thousand three yeah. take takes over hosting the Man Show on Comedy Central. I forgot about that. Twenty years that. ago. Twenty years ago. Yeah. Two thousand three also involved with Last Comic Standing Television Show. That's again that was on Fox, if I remember right. Two thousand six goes back to comedy. Two thousand nine launched his podcast. Yeah. So we're looking at eleven years he's been doing that. Mm-hmm. But that's eleven years to a hundred million dollars for from a. From a, this type of media standpoint, it's a long time. Yeah. It's a long time. I mean, how many podcasters get out there for a year or two and then quit? Yeah. We're coming up on 10 years. Home Gadget Geeks comes up on 10 years this December. <laughs> I don't have a $100 million contract, so yeah. it doesn't mean you're going to get it. Brandon you know? says a 22-year overnight success. That's it. Yeah. And, yeah, yeah. you know. Well, yeah. And- no, I think this is the beginning. Like, I think uh, th- this is really good for podcasters. What he did, what he has done is really good for the medium. So he, it, it will just continue, and it's not the thing. It's one of the things. He'll continue to, to, to rise. The, the water will continue to rise with this, and I think this is good. I think you're going to see a bunch of small deals. This could drive, somebody said in chat, 
this could drive a bunch of other media companies yeah. like CBS, like NBC, like Pandora, like Netflix, like Amazon Prime to do something similar to this. We'll see. You know? Yeah. Yeah, it could. I think it's good. I think this is all good. The more money that flows out this way, the better. It's just, we, we like to, you know, we like when the, when you get the big people like this, we like to knock them down. You know, it's like, Oh, who do you think you are? Well, he's Joe Rogan and he's worth a hundred million dollars. Yeah. And that did not happen. <laughs> and that's not made up. Like it happened. Yeah. He has a check. <laughs> you know? Yeah. I mean, and, so. th- and I thought about that. Let's say it's a five-year contract and in five years, you know, that's $20 million a year. And in five years, He's lost a big chunk of his audience. Talk about saying things like, who cares? I got 20, I got a hundred, you know, at that point I got 98, 98 million in the bank still. So, but speaking of money rolling in, I want to give a quick shout out to my awesome supporters. If you'd like some one-on-one training at a discounted rate, you can be the uh, teacher's pet. This is all at askthepodcastcoach.com slash awesome. And we want to thank our $20 supporters like Greg over at debtshepherd.com. Glenn the Geek at horseradionetwork.com. Max Trescott over at aviationnewstalk.com. Tomorrow, tomorrow, on Monday, School of Podcasting, I have that question about focus groups. Max has a phenomenal answer to that. Shane over at spybrary.com. Carl White at lifeinthecarolinaspodcast.com. Kim Craggy at toastmasters101.net. And, of course, our favorite, Ed Sullivan at, say it with me, Sonic, Sonic Cup, Cupcake. Cupcake. Exactly. I do want to thank our $5 supporters as well. This is These are people like Corey Finneran at Ivy Envy, Chris Holifield at IamSaltLake.com, Ed Ryan at Podcasting for Dummies, Eric Hunley at UnstructuredPod.com, Illiquity at TravelGlutenFree.me, Jason Bryan at MattTalkOnline.com, Jason Curtis at CUATX.com, Jeremy Dennis at transmissionspodcast.com, some guy named Jim Collison at theaverageguy.tv, Jim Harold at podlords, Joe Salsi High at stackingbenjamins.com, and I just saw on Facebook, because of his podcast, Joe is now hosting the Plutus Awards, which is this kind of online award kind of thing. So congrats to Joe. Jay Cleveland Payne at morebettermedia.com, Carrie Porter Bond at keywestperspective.com. Kim at TeachersNeedTeachers.com, Kim Slusher at DistractedLifePodcast.com, Master Cauldron at CauldronsCrypt.com, Matthew at ScottishPodcast.com, Michael Ray, Ross Brand at LivestreamingUniverse.com, Rob Griffiths at Bedtime.fm, Troy Heinrichs at TheBlacklistExposed.com, Troy Price at FrontPorchStudios.com, and if you'd like to be an awesome supporter, simply go over to AskThePodcastCoach.com slash awesome and uh, oh jim has something he wants to share on his screen yeah let's stop talking about joe rogan okay did you did you see it this week so mailchimp kind of launched a promo right so you get five years of domain hosting and yeah it's 25 bucks so it's not it's not like it's hundreds or thousands of dollars but you can go over to mailchimp now and they'll you can purchase the domain through them they'll give you a 25 dollar credit a year this year and for the next four. So five years worth of credit. You can host it over there and get things going. I I thought it was a a nice little gesture out to the community to try and get some folks, you know, $25 isn't, well, maybe it would stop some people from, from being able to do that. But I've been using MailChimp on a more regular basis now just to get my weekly newsletter out. Um, And I saw this advertisement. So if you've been holding off or mostly in this group, it probably doesn't matter, but maybe you've got a customer that's been holding off and they're the, you know, they're, they don't want to pay for anything. 
Well, you can get them five years of, of the domain service, which, you know, who hosts your domain? I used to get kind of crazy about this. I'm a big hover guy. I like hover. Go. Mm-hmm. I'm, I don't like GoDaddy, and I know everybody uses them. Domain cheap, some of those, but... Check that out. I didn't dig into this and I didn't take advantage of it, but I thought maybe for for some of the podcasters that have clients and maybe this is one of those things they're trying to do it for free, maybe you two can can get them signed up on there and at least get five years for free. I want to see, because I've got a video I want to share. And for the record, this has adult language in it, but I think it's hilarious. So let me get us out of the way and let me know if you can hear this, Jim. These are unprecedented times. Okay. We know things are hard right now. You're stuck inside with nothing to do. You might be going out of your mind. Just wanting to do something. Anything. But now, more than ever. More than ever. More than ever. It's time to think about how your choices affect others. So please. 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 Don't start a podcast. Just don't do it. Don't do it. You might feel like it's a productive use of your time right now. You've probably already got a USB mic and a spare room ready to go. And your mate Dave's got some interesting opinions. But we're here to tell you. He doesn't. He really doesn't. He's a quit. We don't need your true crime exclusive, which is just you reading Wikipedia articles to your housemate. We don't need your minute-by-minute breakdown of every episode of Parks and Rec. What are you going to do? Send everyone in your contact list a MailChimp newsletter? And force them to mark you as spam instead of unsubscribing? Because they're scared to hurt your feelings? We're in the middle of a pandemic! Look, it's pretty straightforward. Just don't start a podcast. Make some pasta from scratch like everyone else and just shut up. The greatest gift you can give your fellow human beings right now? Right now? Right now. Is to shut the f*** up. Shut <laughs> the f*** up. Come on. Do it. Don't start a podcast. Oh, my God. Uh, oh, that is so good. That is from, I think, the ABC in, in like, it's a pretty big, whatever that is. It's a pretty that big. That is so good. And I just saw, and James Cridlin shared that on uh, Facebook, and I'm like, oh, oh my God. I'm like, please tell me I can share audio on oh StreamYard. Yes, yeah, that is so. There's, there's some, you know, in, in humor, there's always truth, right? Right. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, there's some, there's a little bit of truth associated with that, you know. Yeah. So I, I found that, and I was like, well, yeah, I, I've heard podcasts that are literally just conversations. Yeah, and. Oh, this is kind of that, right? I mean, we have a topic which yeah. around podcasting, but it's just kind of a conversation between the two of us, just our own our own opinions and those opinions expressed in the chat room, you know. So it's, yeah. Well, yeah. I, the the good news is, right? Nobody's stopping anybody from doing it. I right. think that's the really good news. Like, there's nothing in place. Uh, just about everybody can get this done. Yeah, and so the you know the noise is out there, but it 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 filters itself out pretty well. Yeah. Craig says that's really not great for the school of podcasting. <laughs> yeah, I know. Uh, uh, yeah. But, but you know, it's being real like, you know, Hey, yeah, this some, there are people in the world that feel this way. Like they're like, okay, enough, you know, enough podcasters stop talking. There's well, people who feel that way. I love yeah. that they brought up true crime. Cause I'm like, it just seems like every day there's a, another one. But uh, uh, total. Hey, let's do a second half pour here really quick. Uh, let's get right. this. I got to get. Yeah. Thanks, Mark. <laughs> Thanks for your sponsorship. Appreciate that. Uh, I thought this would be a good question for this, especially this, because we're live streaming. And this is from Joe Pardo. You start a podcast. Oh, wait a minute. He was saying 
if you're doing a podcast, have you started live streaming it? And if so, what did it do for your numbers? So this was my reply. If I start a podcast and I'm like, hey, thanks so much for joining me. I'm so glad you're here. The audience feels like I'm talking to them. So I'm talking to you right now, the listener. But then the minute I go, oh, Jim has a question in the chat. Well, the the listener then thinks, well, he's not just talking to me. Apparently, he's paying attention to somebody named Jim in the chat room. And it goes from being a conversation between me and the listener to them being a bystander. And so then you might say the solution is then, well, then just ignore the chat room. And my point then is, well, if you're going to ignore the chat room, why are you going live? So what do you think of that in in terms of, you know, live stream versus – because on one hand, I, I love the idea that – because people ask me all the time about that. I'm like, especially if it's somebody like, how do I do phone interviews? I'm like, yeah, phone interviews are, you know, 1998. Do a yeah. live stream, use StreamYard, right. done. Yeah. You know, but – I'm not a – so I'm I'm not a big proponent of the one-person audience concept. In other words, yeah. I'm – we're doing – Dave, you and I are doing a podcast. We should say everything to that person, you, the listener. Not a, I'm not, I, yes. Okay. I, in, in a lot of cases, we have podcasters who are sitting there listening to this by themselves in their car. I get that. I think they're also smart enough to understand it wasn't created just for them. <laughs> so right. when you make references to other people or, or you say things like our listeners, or you say things like you, the listener, or you say things that are group oriented, Hey friends, like those kinds of things. I don't think you get singles, you get, you know, listeners who are the, listening by themselves go, oh, there's other people. I'm stop. Yeah, I'm going to stop listening <laughs> to this. Uh, I don't think that happens. So again, that's, I think that filed under one of those kinds of things, like not sure that part matters. What mm. matters is the engaging content that you're creating, whether you're talking to a group of people. I mean, I've listened to keynotes that it's obvious the person is tailored that for the, the, the audience that's there, not me. They turn it into a podcast. That doesn't mean I don't get any value out of it. I still get tons of value out of it. So now you're talking to a guy. I am live first on everything I do. There right. is nothing that I do that's not live first. And we we have a chat room. And and sometimes we've created some content specifically where we don't mention the chat room to, for speed just to be able to get through that thing on the edit. Now, I could do that. And I could edit it and take some of those things out as well. But that takes extra time. So. I don't, I'm just not a big fan. Like that's, that's the, again, that falls under the thing. I think it doesn't, I don't know if it matters as much. I, I think we, we put too much on the listener. Yeah. If that makes sense. It's an interesting, I get it. Here's the one thing I just dawned on. Adam Curry did a thing where every time he burped, he would say Monsanto. And I forget why it was something in the daily source code. So what I wonder now is like when people at home and they, they, they make a cup of coffee like when is that sound now going to trigger them? Oh wow, podcastbranding.co. That's well, you never know. Yeah, it, it makes me want to drink more coffee, is what it makes me want to do. Yeah. So Craig says, I podcast with a co-host. If I say you, am I talking to the audience or my co-host? Oh, no, I know. It's confusing yeah. if you're trying to do it that way. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't I don't disagree. Yeah, I just yeah. Dave and I, you're a big this is where we, we disagree actually a little bit on this because I know you're a big proponent. I've heard you say this in school of podcasting a lot. You're talking to a person. Right. 
like address them in most cases, address them like they're a person. And yeah, I actually, I do agree with you on that. You should where you can, where it makes sense, but we can't do that here. We're, 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 we have a live audience and they're as part, they're as big of a part of the show as we are. I mean, if this was you and me and no audience, right. I mean, (laughs) exactly. Exactly. You know, John Oliver somehow has figured out how to do it, but nobody else has. So we need you guys and we appreciate the audience. I'm glad you brought that up. The first episode that he did solo between you and me, me, number one, I don't think he left enough room for people to laugh at home, like his timing. But ever since then, he's kind of making fun of this Thing. And he's also doing things that are weird. Who's who's the guy from Star Wars? Oh, oh, Luke Skywalker. No, it's the, Sky- oh, no. it's the it's Han Solo's kid. Oh, Adam Driver. Adam Driver. He's oh. doing a whole thing on Adam Driver, and he's just going so over the. Have you seen it? No. Oh, he's doing this whole thing that. like Adam Driver. You are the hot. You know you can. Yeah. You know and just yeah. and he just makes all this and he goes and is my wife worried? She should be because he's a hot. You know he's just he's yeah. and he goes way over the top and it's just a weird thing and he goes and if you're wondering at home where I'm going with this, I don't know. It's just it's so weird. But for like a minute and a half, you're like, okay, what's he? And it's just it's bizarre, but it's yeah. it's again, it holds your attention. So. And then Dan says, yeah, uh, here we go again. Like anything, there's not one size fits all, right. different podcast. Right. And I should, you're right, I should say that. If you're doing a solo show, talk to one person. Yeah. Yeah. When you, when you can. When you can. Because, yeah. You know, talk to your, talk to your, you know, uh, I've never, uh, but Dave, when I'm sitting in my car by myself, I've never expected a podcaster to, 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 to customize it just to me. I think, I feel like I'm part of a community listening to this together, even though we're, we're distributed and we're doing it at different times. I've always felt like I'm part of a community, not just me by myself. So I've never expected the podcaster to use that kind of language to reach. In fact, it seemed kind of creepy to me in my car by myself that he was talking to me. I'm like, wait a minute, aren't you talking to thousands of people at the same time? So that's just how, again, not right or wrong, right. just kind of how I, how, well, it, how I see it in the world. And, yeah. and I'm with you. I don't think it's so much wrong as it is adding salt to the recipe. Because yeah. I have had people say, I feel like you're talking to me. Yeah. And yeah. so it's a way to kind of... Uh, I, I, think it's a good, I think it's a good way to do it. I think if you don't do it or if you make a mistake or you bring some... I don't think it's the end of the world, you know, on that one. Yeah. So. Uh, Steve Long on Facebook said... I'm having a heck of a time editing my podcast. He's brand new. He says, I play music on my podcast, and my biggest problem with editing seems to be the levels on the music to match or at least get close to the voice parts. Maybe I just need to bite the bullet and hire somebody to do part, uh, do this part for me because I'm obviously incapable. Well, first things first. No, you're not incapable. There's a difference between, you know, if you, I don't know, if you were paraplegic, okay, that might be a problem editing your podcast, but I'm sure there's probably somebody out there that's got some cool eye thing that you edit podcasts with. When at first you don't succeed, practice, 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 and realize that there is a couple different things. Number one, when you're recording the audio, you want to get close to zero, but but not too close. And, uh, you know, go somewhere about minus 12 to minus six. And there is the overall volume of the track but also the overall volume of each piece. So you could have music and you can fade that in and out. You can adjust the volume like here. I mean, here's my volume track, but now if I were to bring up the music, 
I can simply bring it up. And so the volume of the music has its own level, and I can make it way too loud to where you can't hear me anymore. And you're like, Dave, what does he say? So, and that's kind of how you do it. You just move it up. And if it's too loud, you, I know when I first started it, it took a while for me to figure out how many decibels should I cut it so that it's, you know, loud enough to where you can hear the music, but not so loud that it goes over it. And if you export your file and you're like, wow, that music was way too loud. Well, then go in, turn the volume down a little bit, listen to it in your headphones, and then export it again. Jim, have you ever had any problems with this? Oh, yeah. Music's hard. Yeah. It just is a hard thing. First, hire Chris Curran. It just get, yeah. get it done and have him teach you how to yeah. do this. Cause I think it's not, it doesn't, it's not intuitive. Whenever, especially when you're blending voices and music, I think there's different frequencies that come into, come into play. If your music is heavy in the voice frequency, it will, they'll actually cancel each other out. So you gotta, it, it's this, I, I went on uh, Chris's show uh, a couple weeks ago and we were doing this, this game where we were at this, we, we, they were playing frequency things and this is higher and lower. Mm. And I was, I sucked at it. And I was like, God, I know nothing. I know nothing about frequencies and audio and audio editing. And Chris is just like, oh yeah, it's this and that and this and that. So I would say if you're struggling, that may be a good time to buy a coach for a couple sessions to teach you may speed up the learning curve on, on getting some things figured out. Cause I think there's some ways of making it simpler. We just don't know what they are more simple. Is that the, 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 we just don't know what they are. So I'd get a coach yeah. on that one. Yeah. John says, I learned from doing, I yeah. cringe at my early episodes. Everybody does. Ooh, everybody does for sure. Yeah. In fact, Chris was helpful. My Auphonic is, is, is really crunching my, my uh, music down on, on Home Gadget Geeks. And so he, he was he just giving me some pointers and some things I could troubleshoot. That was helpful. Nice. You know, helpful to do that, yeah. And I see you have your screen shared. What do we look Yeah, at? well, so we talked about this in the beginning of the show. And with the last few minutes, I kind of want to talk about oh, yeah. business cards, right? Oh, yeah. Do we still need business cards in 2020, right? So mm. last night, so I have a listener, Ron, he might he may be out here this morning, who has made me these these 3D printed coins that for my Patreon subscribers, if you subscribe at the $5 level, I'll mail you out a card and I just actually have a couple that I just put together and got ready for mailing now that the post office is not in pandemic mode or less than pandemic mode. We need to support the post office here in the United States. We're getting ready to mail these out, right? So I thought, well, it'd be nice to have some cards to put in here. And so I pulled out my current cards and I'm like, oh my God, these are like five or six years old. Yeah. Still had, I used to podcast on home server show. That's gone. Surface Geeks is gone. I do. So there were some things I just needed to change, including updating the logos. So I put the new Apple podcast logo on there. I put the new Google podcast and Spotify. Those are one, two, and three, right? Just kind of mm-hmm. did that. Not looking for pointers on the graphics because I'd go to Mark for that if that's what I was looking for. But do we still need, oh, hold on. I got to show you. Let me let me show you the back of this card then. This is how, let's see, how do I go to the back? So Dave, while I'm, while I'm doing that, you can take me off screen. Well, um, what? Do we need cards in 2020? Well, I see where it's $25 for how many? A hundred? hundred. Yeah. So if we, we take $25 and divide that by a hundred. Ooh, I like this exercise. That is 25 cents a card. And I know you can, where, where was that at? Vistaprint? Vistaprint. Yeah. yeah and that's with like 20% off. That's what their 20% yeah. off coupon. Because I, I know there are, obviously there's always going to be places you can get them cheaper. Although I like Vistaprint stuff. And that's where you kind of have to go. If, you know, we're we're talking about in some cases using Facebook and using Overcast and Spotify ads, and those you end up paying way more for a listener than twenty five cents. So for me, if I hand this to somebody, yeah, I'm going to hand ten of these out 
and nine of them are going to go in the trash or they're going to end up in somebody's wallet or on a desk or what. I mean, I've got a stack right here that from an event that I went to and I don't really look at them, but if it's something that like I always go through when I get back from an event and I'll usually send out a, Hey, it was nice meeting you kind of email to every single person that got a card. But I also then make a stack of these are the people I really want to talk to because the other people, not that they don't have value or they don't provide a service. It's just not something that, that I need. And so I was thinking, it's funny you brought this up. I am now uh, kind of testing a show that's local it's it's interesting. It's the it's creatively named the Akron Podcast because it's about Akron, Ohio. And in my city, they're doing something really stupid. Friday nights, they used to have a concert, and now they're having one of the DJs from the local radio station is now going to broadcast live from the stage. So in other words, they want people to drive downtown so we could listen to the radio together. And I'm like – Huh? So, but I thought about it. if there were any kind of gatherings, I would go there because again, that's where my target audience is people from Akron, Ohio and hand out business cards. Yeah. So for me, 25 bucks for marketing, you know, I would, I would be tempted to put a, and I was a QR code on the back. So if somebody says, what is this? And I go, Oh, it's a podcast. Do you have, do you have a smartphone? Here, yeah. here, take a picture of this. Boom. And now I've got a subscriber. Man, I am the king of the QR codes and I did not do that. Show my screen. This is what went on the back. Oh, cool. All right. Just so you know, just, just so you know where my, where my allegiance lies. Oh, nice. So that's on the back of the card. Yeah. No, I just, I wanted, uh, you know, it's one of those, I want folks to know, you know, what, what else I do with that. I could have put a fancy QR code. Someone, Wayne was saying 3D printed coins in place of business cards, genius. And not in place, I had him as well. Ron also made me, whoops, it's upside down. Ron also made me, this is a listener who did this for me, made me a 3D printed large coin that I've been putting back here kind of uh, to show. Um, pretty nice. If you got a 3D printer and you want to do these kinds of things, he, Ron worked hard on these to get the yeah. formula right and some of those kinds of pieces. The ones I'm sending to listeners are, you know, the, this big. Well, there we go. That that big. They're mm-hmm. in the corner of the envelope. They're that big. So they're not huge. Ron is sending me some more of those. I tried to find envelopes that match the color as most as, as best I could. I didn't get it right because those, yeah. green, those greens are different. But I want people see this in their mail. I want them to know like, hey, that's from Jim. Yeah. Like this is unique, right? So, yeah. So they're coming. They'll be here June 6th. They had a pandemic warning on their Vistaprint did like, hey, we're a little slower. Yeah. So, but so 25 cents a card worth it. Then you think? I would. Yeah. Okay. I mean, I used to, I mean, I used to go around and put business cards in books, you know, cause yeah. it's like, I'll, you know, cause, but then again, the more you buy, the cheaper they are. And I used to, that's the one thing. Don't do the 2000 cards. Cause I have. Boxes and boxes of old shows that are long dead that I need to throw out. Gabrielle says, speaking of, I have not found a good app that can scan business cards and enter them into contacts. One of the things I do is I will scan them. I usually end up, I use a thing called Nimble, but a lot of times I will take a picture of it in Evernote. And Evernote, and I forget the verb, but it it takes the text and somehow makes it searchable. There's a fun, fancy, geeky word for that because it used to be you could scan stuff and it would then blanket. And then I forget what the blank verb is and it makes it where you can then it retypes it basically for you. And uh, that I've come, but it doesn't put it into my contacts, but I do, I started doing that just because I would end up with stacks of business cards. And I was like, well, here I'm paying for storage and Evernote. I'm a pro user. I'm like, 
might as well use up some of this stuff. And then I get the picture off my phone. And if I ever want to search for somebody, I can search in Evernote. And like I say, if it's somebody I really want to, there's like different levels. Like, hey, you might be handy. Hey, you're somebody I'm probably going to email back and forth. I'll put them in Nimble so I can track our conversation back and forth. But I think they're worth it. I, I do wonder if it's just being the old curmudgeon. Like, is it just me that's like, hey, you know, I, I like – we've always had business cards. What do you mean? You know, is, is that me? So uh, what are we looking at now? Uh, you were talking about this fit package uh, earlier. I, I thought this was a good – by the way, b- before we jump onto this. Yeah. Um, I did the mistake you did, which when I, I ordered my last Vistaprint order, <laughs> you get you order it. So it's like 30 bucks with shipping. And then yeah. they're like, hey, for a nickel more, we'll send you a thousand. It's not really, but it's like $6 for 250 yeah. more. So I got two boxes. I used like a quarter of one box. And I was just like, okay, even for a really good price, I don't need 250 cards. Those 250 I ordered last time lasted me six years. So, and I'd ordered them right before going to some podcast event. And so I think, or maybe it was a home server show meetup. Anyways, didn't give it away as many as I thought. So Dave, during this time of, during this time where we're sitting maybe a lot more, and I think we all had good intentions when this pandemic started of staying fit and staying in shape. It's worked for some, hasn't worked for others. You found this fit package, which I thought was really kind of interesting. I'm going to, I'm going to try to get this to work. I mean, so what it is, you have this little hockey puck thing. Show it. Hold, um, hold it up to the screen, though. Show yeah, the size. Yeah. So here's here's my phone, and it's about the size, about half as tall as an iPhone, and it's it's fun. The thing I like about it is I can be sitting at my desk and do a little exercise. Yeah, it's got different yoga like or even some strengths resistance like exercises that are associated with it. That as you're doing them, it challenges you, right? So right. It, it, oh, it and it'll it'll measure your track, right? yeah. It'll say, hey, yeah. you, you know, you, you, this was 36 pounds of pressure that you put on yeah. the little hockey puck. Yeah. And I'm like, well, that's kind of cool. And then it'll say, hey, the last time you did this, it was such and such. And, oh, I think, do I have, oh, we have, oh, we're up and running. Here we go. So now I have this, and I'm going to push as hard as I can here. And my stupid notifications are in the way, but it just said that was 32 pounds of pressure. And now oh, I have to get my little spaceship. Keep it in, keep it yeah. in the line. And about oh. now my arm is starting to shake. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, really? Is this enough? So what's going on the screen? Oh, I got to get the star. And now I rest. So I'm like, oh, okay. And so I got this little spaceship. It looks like Pac-Man for those of us that remember. Now I got to push again. Oh, wait, too much. Not enough. Okay. And I'm I'm guiding this little spaceship to stay online with a bunch of little dots. And then I take a rest. And then uh, this will show again here. We're almost done. And I click on this. Okay. Oh, now, again, it's it looks, it's harder than you think it is. That's super cool. And I can't as much, oh, man, my, if my bicep right now is on fire. <laughs> well, and the, the key to this thing is, is they have it, a bunch of different, oh, go ahead. So it says on my screen now is your strength, 32 pounds. That's plus three pounds from the last time you did this. My muscle control was 95%. That's 1% down from last time. My active time was 40 seconds. I hit six targets out of six. My heart rate was 85 beats per minute and my calories burned was 2.75. Yeah. Woohoo! So, and I can wow. repeat the exercise or I can go back to. Yeah. So for a hundred bucks, it's fun. That's the thing that I liked about it. I was like, hey, that's kind of like a game. You know, it's like space invaders for your body in a way. Remember uh, those hand, remember those hand grip? exercises oh, yeah. that, you know, like it's all yeah exactly it's way more fun than that yeah right? you know but the uh, i will say their marketing was really good like they had different news 
agencies that had covered it. And at one point they were saying how the the Pittsburgh Steelers are using this in some cases with some of their whatever you call it, training and such. They even send you a little phone stand. So yeah, that's this cute little thing and you put it out. So yeah, it's uh, great. Now I'm sweating, (laughs) but yeah. So if you're, yeah, that's it's, I was surprised. And the only thing that I kind of was like, really is some of these moves, you end up doing a yoga pose and I'm like, well, I'm going to sweat anyway. Just like, you know, basically trying to bend over and kiss my own butt. I'm like, okay, that's going to make me sweat. But some of these, like the one you, you put, you're basically on your knees and your, your hands and knees and you put the little hockey puck under one of your palms and then pick up one arm and pick up one leg. And the fun part there is trying not to just use your body weight. It's, it's, it's a fun little balancing act. So, yeah, and then Kyle says for the couch potato that has everything. So it's pretty interesting for me. I liked it because it was fun. I could see they said it's great if you want to watch TV and uh, you know and and yet kind of be active. So yeah. you can even do a quick you know do a couple quick games during the day at your desk. Could grab that thing, have a couple things that you've throw me back in the live stream, Dave. Um, um, sorry. Hold on two seconds. No, no worries. No worries. You could, I just thought people would feel like that'd be weird. With me <laughs> you, you, well, you not know. only that, but meanwhile, Dave's trying to find his affiliate link behind the scenes here. <laughs> talking to an audience of one. So it's a, a good, you know, I'm, I'm all for those kinds of things that keep us active in the, in between times. Like I think we waste a lot of time in between stuff and this could, you could pick it up. Do a five-minute game on it. Do a five-minute yeah. exercise, whatever. Hey, today you need to do this. Do you have time? Yeah, I'll do it. Bam. Or whatever above here or yeah. my elbow to my knee, whatever. Could be pretty cool. I like it. Yeah, it's a lot of fun. We should probably mention as we start to wrap things up here, it is Memorial Day weekend. So, Mr. Collison, thank you for your service. You're very welcome. Uh, I know Fred was in the chat room. He was mentioning, oh, I got to find it. But there are millions of people who have died in, yeah. in different wars. And uh, thanks to all those folks who have uh, paid the ultimate price to throw in, you know, horrible cliches here. But it is more, more it's going to be different. There's no parades. There's no, you know, big cookouts and things like that. But take a second and, you know, if you know a veteran, be sure to say, hey, thanks so much for your your service. And Fred, thanks for yours. Appreciate yeah. that. Anybody else, anybody else who served out there as well. Yeah. Jim, what's coming up on TheAverageGuy.tv? Yeah, so my son is my son, my Marine son. Speaking of Memorial yeah. Day, my Marine son is deployed. He's been sending PC parts home. That he's going to work on a PC gaming build when he gets back. So I hijacked the parts, and we talked about uh, the <laughs> the the anatomy of a gaming build on the show. So no box openings, but we did hijack the parts. So it was a lot of fun. It'll be posted later this afternoon over at theaverageguy.tv. And I believe this week on the School of Podcasting, it is either, it's either going to be. It's Russian roulette for yeah. a school podcast. It's either going to be Jessica from Mighty Networks, which I'm still thinking if I could hold that off until I'm done with this course, that would be cool because I am getting some really cool insights into this community building. Or it's going to be me talking about, you know, the hockey puck, talking about pod page and podcast page and things of that nature. I just did a webinar with them. I, I'm probably going to go with Mighty Networks. That's, I think, nice. right now the strongest uh, nice. thing. I, I wanted to wait until I was done. But if I learn something later, I'll just say, hey, one other thing I should have put in that one. So thanks for uh, sticking around. We've got uh, more post show coming right up right after we get done listening to this awesome music. 